The Sandbox. Far Side of the Universe. By Dale Calhoun. Meanwhile some. Light Years Away, Delta AI Unit 12, May 2121. Captain Swan is talking to his son Quam who questions what is about to happen to him and his class of 2121. Quam. Father what happens from here? Every year a class of graduates go into stasis and sometime we'll wake up. Swan. It's the order of things my son when you awake, we'll only be miles away from our new home. Our new home planet, not to be a number ever again. We'll be able to name it and it will be ours. Quam. It just doesn't make sense you'll be old maybe dead where when I awake. Swan. No my son you'll see what the future beholds I will be there the founders will be with the AIs will be with us you will be a new fresh generation to inhabit our new world. Quam. I will never see planet Earth I was born in space, so your right father it will be a new aria for me. Swan. Be proud of this new adventure you're in Quam we were rescued from the planet Earth. Those who couldn't come have to wear masks because of the pollution the mad scientists made of it. And greedy politicians with their own agendas. Quam. Most of the old founders on board here look like robotic beings. Swan. How else do we survive such a long journey my son unless we copy everything we are and make perfect? Overcoming death to be with you on our new planet. Quam. Already you're looking old. Sorry but it's true you're in your 70s and living like a younger person. Swan. All to help your generation grow when we get there and then we will be in the hall of records for eternity. Quam. I'm 19 I should live a youthful life. Swan. Oh you will live a full life and when you awake you will be 32. Quam. It doesn't sound real at all. Swan. The simulation is necessary my son, you will attain the knowledge of a lifetime. Quam. So I will be in a game of life? Swan. So funny you'd say that, we've all have said that at one time or another. Quam. So tell me? Swan. Yes? Quam. Have you ever seen planet Earth? Deep down inside him Swan was proud of his son's wisdom beyond his years. He smiled at him with a twinkle in his eyes just before he answered him then he spoke. Swan. No only in my dreams. In my simulation I was Thor the Wanderer an antagonistic businessman egging on everything I could get my hands on. Quam. You were an evil man? Swan. Greedy and lustful and selfish about everything. Quam. Why this or that? Swan. The simulation is to teach us our deepest fears and anything that made us selfish, it'll bring out the real you then help change you. Quam. No more virtual games for me? Swan. So much more than that, you will see me everything 50 years unless an accident happens and I die. Quam. Why? Swan. You are top in your class son, you will know the eyes will help you with your awakening assignments. You got to check on us. Quam. How old will I be? Swan. Seven years old then you are now and seven more until you're 32, by then we will have arrived at our destination. The men approached the status port where Tesla their AI drone awaited them. Quam. What do I do if something goes wrong? Swan. Tesla will help you and guide you, that's why you must awake to check on us and the ship and AIs are functioning right. Quam. What if? Swan. 
Stop my son, Swan order him. I will miss you but be son happy to see you. How much your mind has grown and how you have changed. Quam. Okay I got no other choice I guess. Swan. You will always have choices we can never take that away from you. Tonight we explore, the sandbox, and the virtual reality machine. Who's, the who's, were as were, when and how, Capital Maxwell kept contact with Captain Swan. Even he questions his own reality. He was surprised that the virtual reality beds haven't changed that much in a hundred years. Why was it that Captain Swan and Maxwell shared similar experiences into this universe? Was this another universe of his own reality he asked himself many times over. With Captain Swan's help they were putting the puzzle together. Tonight we explore, the sandbox. Before, the good Captain Maxwell and Captain Swan or his son Quim. There was Codename, the engineer. Who put the missions together for Codename, the sandbox? It was no secret he was part of a billionaire's orbit club called, Kamawalewa, meaning moving celestial objects. An elite club of the rich, whom, all wanted into the space race. What other nations found had founded what looked like liquid gold a substance that acted like silver mercury. On waterworlds they found pearls as big as chestnuts o nearth, or so goes the myths. How could anyone know unless you've been there firsthand? His name was Simon Tai just in mastermind surrounded by math wizards. His job was of the master thought. The wizards wrote them down making it useful, that science and religion could understand. And any powers to be. He would make it to the moon base but never in his mind had he thought of traveling to other worlds. The protection was here he always thought to himself. They wanted to protect the master mind. There you go. The beginning of our program. Now from this point on we're going to get into some of my uh, former podcasts. Uh, some issues with dealing with the internet and different things like that. It's going to take some time for my editing this these programs so... Uh, I'm going to try to get two of them in on here, and uh, we'll pan out from there and conclude with some music, and we're going to have a good time. I'm glad you're here today. I'm glad you're here listening to the recordings. Uh, I'm part of my group. is called ASII Music Group. I am on Facebook as well, and I write stories and music. And, like I said, I'm going through an archive of paperwork that I had through, oh, journaling and writing notes and, you know, my artwork, oil paintings and different things like that. My wife and I were just going over the last will and testament the other day. Not getting any younger. You've got to think about what's going on ahead. I'm leaving a body of work for people to listen to and enjoy. And I hope that you'll hear this and you'll hear my catalog of music and podcasts. You know, it's not the end of the world. And it's beginning. And I have some time yet. So I want to put out what I have. Maybe things that I've never been able to do in my life. Because I worked all my life. Things I wanted to do. Things I thought about. Things I started. Projects never finished. 
I know there are people out there like that because of the work issues. Work, work. You've got to have money coming in. There used to be a good word to the word hustle. I mean, you hustled because you were hard working. Nowadays, it's being corrupted. Hustling is cheating. Cheating your way through life. Used to be it was just a pool player hustler. I played a few of those down in St. Louis in my day. Down there in the south side of St. Louis. Nickname was Jack. And I did pretty good at pool playing. The only thing was, every time they wanted the, the table, and I took it over, they would team up. And I, it never failed. The guy they teamed me up with, I would lose when they get their table. I knew what it was. And I just stood there waiting for them. And uh, I knew they would come and I knew what would happen. I knew a hustler. He thought he was going to live off playing pool. I stood outside of the bar, walked out with a girl. He didn't like the girl. Girl didn't like him. She was yelling and stuff. And one of their thugs come up to me. Pretty big dude. Come up to me and, and tried to pop me in the mouth. In fact, I think he did. And I turned around and I had him down in the gut, gutter. About ready to pound him, but he, he was pretty uh, built. And I knew I couldn't do that, you know, slam his head or nothing like that. And he had two other dudes coming behind me. And, uh, hey, I wasn't going to fight for this girl's mouth. I mean, I just took her out to check her out. I never, I wasn't, she wasn't my date, she wasn't my girl, but I come out of a bar and she's talking crap to these guys. It's a good thing I got up off the guy and just stepped away around the corner, got her with me, and we got out of there. I told the dude, come running around chasing that. I said, you better back off, dude. Turned out, somebody told me later on, that guy packs a gun, but he didn't pull it on me. And I got in my car with my girl and drove off. Anyway... Yeah, I might have some more things of that story too. But that's the life you live. And the life I've seen of what hustling is. You've got to get out there and work. And when you can have an honest day's pay and you can help other people honestly, it's the best thing for you. For your life, for your spiritual life, for your living, and your consciousness. Otherwise, you become corrupt. The Bible talks about an iron, seared mind. You know, your mind becomes seared, burnt, because you have this one thing, this one thing you want to live. It's almost like you get to the point of revenge where you owe me and I'm going to come and get it. Anyway, I'm panning on out of here. That's part of my stories there. I've got other stories to tell. Let's go on. Let's listen to some of the podcasts I've had in, in the past. Pan it on out. We're out of here. Gone.
new DJing outfit that I got here. And it's to increase the program, uh, you know, uh, to be... Maybe you're somebody, you need to have a little encouragement. I'm going to read something from one of my books. Uh, you know, my book, The World One Sings, by Dale Calhoun, never got published. We'll probably redo it. It re was republished, I think, under a different name. It was under uh, Second Life in, in Virtual Worlds, which was put out in 2008. Had a lot of predictions about the future, about computers, you know, and things that are going on now with technology and AI. It just blows me away, some of the things that I saw and I studied on the Internet, how much is coming about right now. Now, uh, in Psalms 8, verse 5 through 6, he wants us to be ourselves. God has crowned me with glory and honor, it says. In verse 6, it says, he has made me to have dominion over the works of my hand. As in the Greek, the Hebrew word for verse 5 is Elohim, the place of angels. This is significant to the fact that we have always viewed this verse from King James Version saying angels. When in fact it means a little lower than God. Out of respect towards God, we have always tried to have a lesser of view of who we are in Christ. In so doing, we have perhaps downgraded our authority. Having riches doesn't mean you have the authority either. Many of men have gone down that trail only to cause confusion about authority. Ah, yes. Saying, well, we're kings and we're priests and royalty of God. Or, hey, I'm a big-time businessman. Or, I'm a big-time politician. Okay, we're not going to get into politics right now. Having riches doesn't mean you have authority. No. Saying, well, we're kings and priests. It doesn't mean you have authority. So, to be in God's will, we must show forth our goods. When we take people down that path, soon reality will set in and in a coldness of heart. We are a uh, competitive society in the fast-paced world enough. Even ministers fall towards the act of being high society. If we are just little lesser than God, we should want to draw from his character and the compassion of Christ. And that our weights of pride of life, lust of flesh, and lust of eyes. And archangels fell to the, uh, this, which is a host of lesser angels, and his jealousy burns towards us because our God has held us in such high regards. You are, listen, the DNA of God. Listen, you are the DNA of God. Listen one more time. You are the DNA of God. Hallelujah. Regardless of your position in society, how much money you make, the house you live in, the clothes you, you wear, the car you drive or don't drive, he isn't a respecter of persons by standards of the world. He sets us upon the earth to bless your walk in light. You are on a 3211. As the eagle stirred up his nest, the dominion we have, uh, this is me talking, the dominion we have uh, in our Lord is to do the works the first Adam meant to do, while the second Adam fulfilled the task in resurrection, which was Jesus Christ. God never intends for us to fail 
always concerned for us like a mother eagle and her little ones. More so, he has set us up upon the fulfillment of his promises that he will not fail us in what we what he says to us is to be because we believe. You know what I'm saying? I'm back to my, my own talking. I might be sharing more from this book that I have that I haven't got published yet because they made a lot of mistakes at it and I, they put the mistakes in there. There was no editing going on, so I had to self-edit. Now, in the application of this, have you often felt unequal to other people? That's what we're saying. Have you ever felt unequal? We're going through a lot of that right now, aren't we? People feeling unequal in society. And we have obviously seen that that has been so. And about the law and about authority. It's been kind of magnifying to the wrong direction. So people are trying to steer it in the right direction. But there's violence. There's things that are going on. No prayer or meditation. In fact, there are some people that they claim persecution, maybe for their faith. And I don't believe it's just Christians. There are other persecutions going on. Second thing, group leader in this exercise, talk about the power of prayer. Why you do today is talk about the power of prayer in your life, okay? Talk about that power. Remember the things that, that you asked, the universe. God, oh, do, I, I'm confused. Help me. Give me wisdom. Maybe you've been there. Focus on the group that is the direction towards uplifting them. Now, in your group, your Bible study, whatever you got going on, issues about money may be uh, uh, oppressive. The issue of going forward in Christ is all too important. Now, see what I'm saying? I think uh, a lot of times, you know, we, uh, as a preacher, one time really doing a lot of preaching, but I do more uh, of music <coughs> Yeah, information and do stories and things through music and through a communication. I try to let you know about positive issues in love relationships, about our relationships to the world. And you can get all my music on Spotify.com. Type in Dale Calhoun, look for Dale Calhoun LLC, or you look for the, the songs, like one song, Choices.
This is your DJ, The Whirlwind. And we're going to play some music now. Let us pan on out and move on up. Let's listen to some music right now. Here we go.
dream within a dream and I wake up and I ask myself oh, oh, what's gonna happen next it's like someone's trying to steal my destiny and I know who I am and where I'm gonna go What's gonna happen next? See someone pops it off. Dream within a dream And you 
wake up one day You say, oh, I wonder what's gonna happen there You're not gonna steal my destiny You're not gonna steal my destiny You're not gonna steal my destiny I've seen it all, I've seen my life grow and I've seen the life will be And I'm not giving up now, you can try to steal my destiny But I'm living my life now, because I rise again Now I look out my window and I'll see the daylight shining on me Myself. Oh, what's gonna happen next? You're not gonna steal my destiny. My freedom's inside. You're not gonna steal my destiny. Thank you. 
All right, that's it for today. Don't forget to support the program. We thank you for already listening. That's a big support there. If you have anything else that you can support this program, that we can have even better recordings and better music and better uh, stories, please donate today. We thank you for visiting us and listening to our program. Now let's wait until next week, and I'll see you again.